Yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah. Everybody take your seat, I got a presentation. You're gonna sit right here, we're gonna have a celebration. Everybody here, look at the spreadsheet. Everybody get up on dance on your Hey, what's going on? This is Vince Mancini. You're listening to the Film Drunk Broadcast, coming at you not live from Santa Ana. Food Beast headquarters. Yeah, we're big time this week, you guys. Uh, Shout first, out to Orange County. Yeah, that's uh, that's the irregular regular, Mr. Matt Lee. Yo, what up? It's weird without the theme music. It on. is, it is. We're, we're we don't doing... get pumped in the same way. Yeah, listen, this is the first time we've ever done this podcast not in our podcast studio. Yeah, I think so. This is an out of the fraught quarters fraught cast, which is well, strange for me because, you know, we're in a nice building. Uh, we're with the, you know, three lovely gentlemen plus Steve. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's like part of me wants to just be the regular me, you know, hey, what's up? Let's eat butt. Let's talk about cum. But, <laughs> but the other part of me is just like, Matt, keep it together. These guys have an office, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I think the other places that we've done the cast are in a uh, an RV at the Gathering of the Juggalos. That's right. That's right. We did do a frock ca- quarters in the, the and gathering. And at the University of Chicago in the theater. Oh, that's right. Where we watched The Running Man. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Steve Bramucci, Uproxx Life editor, is back. You guys might remember him. Yes, I'm back. Yeah. Okay, I'm, my brain is fixated now. Because Matt was talking about how inappropriate he was, and I thought about when we when we had him on an Uprox show, like a Facebook Live. Yeah, yeah. And he talked about mushrooms mm-hmm. tasting like uh, li- having a nice labia texture. The texture of a labia, <laughs> a, a shiitake or a portobello. It's like having a labia in your mouth. Now, right. at the time, I should have realized, yo, this is for Uprox. Like, this is not just a broadcast. Listen, this is like the whole Uprox universe. Um, but instead, I was just like, I'm gonna just say it, right? You know? And you did, and that's great. And I did. hot news, like we haven't. That show was canceled. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't done that one ever again. Yeah. But was but it officially canceled, it. or did we just not do it again? We just haven't done it. Okay. Somehow okay. the budget has escaped us ever since Matt compared mushrooms to labia. Yeah, I mean, I I imagine Umami Burger wasn't pleased, <laughs> but also don't. They have a cool put brand. Put labias in your burgers. Then. Yeah. yeah. Don't they have a cool brand? I mean, I think the great thing was about that moment. I I had always hoped that you guys had unpacked These are burgers it. for guys who eat pussy. <laughs> <laughs> the umami like, burger logo looks like a pussy. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, so they know what shout out to the umami burger. Shout logo. out to umami. Sorry, that's Eli A. Ruth from Food Beast. Uh, hi, and Jeffrey Putnick. <laughs> Hello. Sorry, I didn't. I, usually, I introduce you guys sooner, but we got off on a tangent right away, and I didn't want to slow it down. This is a tangent-based podcast. It is. Yeah. It just when we start talking about something else, we just kind of go with it. You, know? um, you guys have a much more professional studio than I do, which is uh, actually just a folding tear. Table in my living room and folding chairs. Yeah, plus plus your dog Charlie uh, locked in your room crying. That's true. Yeah. How long have you guys had the office? This office, we've been in this office for like close to four years. Yeah, almost five. Yeah, 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 almost five years. We used to be in a little uh, warehouse in Costa Mesa. It was like a dingy little. The it was like four hundred square feet with like a our. Kitchen was the bathroom like that. We had no like that was the only running water was the bathroom. But yeah, we've had this office. Does that mean? 
You would piss in the sink? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I've never pissed in the sink. <laughs> but you shat but, in the sink. Oh just out of personal preference, not <laughs> because we had to. Right, right, just right, wants right. to yeah. piss in a yeah. sink. Like, oh, Rudy's up next. I'll shit in the sink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. You know? Uh, <laughs> and did you immediately... So tell us the brand story, first of all. Um, We... Steve hates brand story. He doesn't, hate brand he doesn't, he doesn't let me top? put it in any of my articles. He's like, I don't what want is, any brand story. I want, I want the like, story of fair. the brand. Yeah, Steve but we, wants no we origin do. stories whatsoever. No, yeah. just like, I just don't want it mocked sometimes. I have different concerns on me than than just pure content creation. Sure. That's all right. But I want to hear your brand You have story. like a lot going on, See, I on, thought Steve. that was like, <laughs> you, went, you went the shill direction with that where it's like, he's going to fuck up the brand story. When you said no brand story, I thought that was like, well, if they want their brand story, they can pay for an ad kind of thing. Uh, Maybe it was that. That's a good. I like that's that the way I interpreted better. it. Um, that's the editor. You'll benefit see that. of the doubt right there. So I'm going to I'm gonna write it out. Yeah. I mean, short story long, we... Uh, which uh, is my, all a long way of saying we uh, actually want the brand. Yeah, we're gonna go the whole we're gonna go the whole <laughs> yeah, yeah. the whole length. Um, we were inspired by a website called Hypebeast way mm-hmm. back in the day, um, and they were doing fun things in fashion, like they were talking about fashion in a cool way for like straight dudes. And I was like, okay, this is cool. And there's nothing like that for food out there. Like I couldn't understand what they were talking about on Food Network. I, I just mm. didn't understand. You're like, this so, food's too gay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Where's no. the food shows for straight white men? <laughs> we're going to start an alt-right food show podcast. <laughs> They're making the frogs gay. Where's Alex Jones? We're going to eat burgers and my heart's going to explode. You should Twitch live stream this so people can clip me saying that shit. Now I sound like alt-right Eli. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I knew what you meant, but I had to go there. Anyway. You had to. You had to. So we, we started it as a blog where we were talking about like Carl's Jr. And mm-hmm. like what was new at Subway because like no one was talking about that. And I would cover like some of my friends going on eating challenges. One of my favorite ones was I went to UC Irvine. And so there's not a lot going on there. So I would bet one of my friends like Chris Doe. Shout out Chris Doe. Um, I say that like he's fucking listening right now. I don't could know. be. You never know. I don't know. I don't, yeah, he's Power a, he's the a film bus. Yeah, he's a film. Real. Yeah. Could be. Could be. Um, and I was like, yo, I bet you he fancied himself an eater. I was like, yeah, I bet you, I don't know what I had, like $2 in my pocket. I bet you $2 on Sloppy Joe Tuesday, you could eat all the Sloppy Joes you can. And he was like, bet. And so 11 Sloppy Joes in, I'm recording on my flip phone video yeah. and taking photos of it. On Sloppy Joe 12, he gets up really fast, pushes his chair back, and I, he's going to hurl. And so he doesn't make it to the bathroom. Instead, projectile vomits all over the walls. Damn. The white walls of our... So we got kicked out. We weren't allowed back (laughs) in that dining hall for a while. And I posted that story on Food Beast. I think if you search, like, the images might be dead. But it was basically, like... Asian boy fails at uh, eating challenge and <laughs> diarrheas all over the walls. Um, so that was like the start of like just talking about food in a fun way. That Sounds was like, a little like you might have got some fetish search traffic. On that. <laughs> Probably. Oh my god. Yeah. Our early search traffic was weird because uh, we were started. We started like before Facebook allowed you to share links. So like we had to get traffic wherever we could. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the the blog was like just a fun project for a while. And then I've known Jeff since high school and we were best buds there and we did like storytelling shit like where we we did video yearbook together where like we did yearbook but it was like the fun one because we got to shoot with the camera and we like got to create a story and push some limits and then does uh, video year yearbook have like 
pictures stills of every single student in the how does it work so the old video yearbooks would but we were like we stepped it up like yeah, we yeah, got yeah, like yeah, fucking yeah. cameras with like mini dv tapes we have, hear me out yearbooks are boring <laughs> <laughs> what we're gonna do is make a video <laughs> also we have a really bad narrative for you because we want to shoot a fake film what was our year what did we film uh, like our show was there Crash was a, Big. Was that your? Our, no, you know our, we did a heist movie. Yeah, we did a heist movie. So like Jeff was like writing it too. So anyways, we worked on a bunch of cool shit, and so uh, slash really bad shit. That's yeah, a lot what, of bad. That's shit. That's what really bonds you to friends. I feel mm-hmm. like is when you work Make, on shit that you're really excited about, yeah. and in six months after the fact, you can look at it like holy shit, okay, yeah. that was horrible. Yeah, bad art really like brings people together. It's true. That's why this podcast has lasted, what, like 20 years? Yeah, yeah. Because we're like, every episode is worse than the last one. I don't one. even remember a time before we started doing it. Yeah, neither do I, man. Yeah. I remember there were two articles that actually brought me into the fold. One was when he had, Eli had covered that Carl's Jr. was doing like a foot-long sandwich at the time that Subway was doing it. And no one was really talking about that. And I also remember, and that went viral, and there were a number of not only TV broadcast people linking to us, but we had sites like Gawker and Mashable like okay. using us for sources. And we're like, oh, shit. There's yeah. like people like this coverage and no one's dedicating it, like dedicating resources to it. And then on top of that, anytime we would – Eli would talk about a new Oreo. It would just be like, people would be like, the internet would just break. Our site would go down. And we're like, hey, there's there's an audience for this type of content that isn't restaurant review. It isn't a recipe. And we're not on TV. And so we just started building all of the content surrounding the things we were interested in. Mm-hmm. And we also couldn't afford James Beard award-winning meals. So we were talking about shit like Carl's Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to me, that's the draw. Well, that's Matt's brand also. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody, a little backstory on Matt is like every time I take him to a movie screening, mm-hmm. like he will know of a trash chain restaurant yes. nearby and he will <laughs> yeah. demand that we go there. Like we watch, what did we, oh, we watched First Man yeah, at Universal uh, City Walk. And, and I know like, that. Oh, Tony Roma's. Exactly. I was like, ha ha ha. It's the last That's Tony funny. Roma's in LA. And then we came out and Matt's like, we're going to, no, we have to go We have there. to eat at Tony like, Roma's. Oh, I thought you were joking, but okay. Yeah, let's no, get it. first of all, it's a place for ribs. <laughs> Second That's of all, one. they do the best onion loaf you have ever had outside of an Outback Steakhouse. And and third of all, it's like you know, it's reasonable prices. You know, sure, twenty five dollars sure. a plate, thirty five dollars a plate. I mean, and where else are you gonna get that kind of full? You know, yeah, that full yeah. where at the end you're just like, I'm a piece of shit. You know, I like feeling like a piece yeah. of shit at the end of yeah. a meal. I hate what you, you like know, to get domed by your meal. I like to bit. get domed by my meal. Yeah. It makes me hard, and it makes me just feel good inside. Say I'm a fat piece of shit. Yeah, just like just grease dripping down my face. That's the shit I like. I also after another screening, I was like, "Hey, there's a there's a Paquito Moss around the corner," uh, and he you had Paquito Moss for the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, and it's here's why it's good. So Enlighten me. What is this that you're talking about? Okay, so Paquito it's, Moss. It, it's it's Spanish it's, for a little more, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and okay, uh, I'm just making sure. Yeah, they, and <laughs> and what they do there, their specialty is they do this tostada. That's like a sta- is like a, a taco salad, but it's big, really big taco salad. And then they have a uh, salsa bar, and you just pour the salsa on there. You get like five, eight, ten scoops of salsa on, and then. You basically stolen $5 worth of salsa <laughs> for $10. I mean, I'm talking about that's at least two meals. And that's what I do. I eat half of it one time and half of it later. See, I like thrift. I like trash. <laughs> and 
I feel like I need to start reading your blog and listening to your podcast because if you guys, you know, cover trash foods uh, specifically, then I'm I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, we're exclusively the trash food. You podcast. have found like your ultimate audience. We nerd, right here. yeah, we nerd, we nerd on food. It's not all trash. We're, yeah, we're gonna take you from the slums. Sure, like that's our our story. Is like yeah. we started in slums. Yeah. And we ate what the fuck we wanted, and then we learned along the way. Like, yeah, started yeah, from yeah, the yeah. bottom, so, and now we got exposed brick in our yeah. office. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, what so was, pretty gets a relatable story. What was like the biggest? Because you guys really like when food was taking off, and the conversation was getting like younger and younger. You guys were the ones where like people were aggregating you. The viral food trends, the like the Instagram food moment was like so. You were in the middle of all of that. And you were, because of that, I know you were in the middle of some crazy moments. Was there one that was the craziest? Was it afters and the way that afters blew up? Was it, uh, what was the craziest kind of viral food moment that you guys were a part of? When did you guys realize you had made it? <laughs> never that you it. were gonna get like that you would get a post-industrial office like this yeah dude we yeah. lucked the fuck out with this office to be honest with you like we we had a friend who was like yo there's a building with like eight companies about to go in like the dude who had it before like something went awry with his business and now they need to fill this place and it was still like me jeff and our partner rudy and mark who like does our videos and stuff everyone was like part-time and shit and we're like we're, we 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 came and visited the office. They had the exposed brick. We all got a like a business boner on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a fire sale <laughs> of cool. subleases yeah. going up. That's why we're this in this office. This is not how you tell the brand story. Like, <laughs> like, no, we ball out now. Look, yeah. there's Taco Bell out there like crazy. <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. seven taquitos that aren't even released yet. That's just dope. <laughs> Wait, you guys got the exclusive on some pre-release taquitos? Get you a taquito right now. Yes, I would Bro, like to do crazy that. Taquitos please. in the lobby right oh, now. Oh, dude, I'm about to eat a taquito live on the frog. <laughs> Me and Matt are just like around like oh man they got the mics are attached to a desk yeah i know <laughs> you know what else they had they we signed a release before we did you signed a release i signed a release dude we gotta we gotta get a lawyer yeah we gotta get a lawyer we have to get a have lawyer people like start eight signing years releases. ago what's the release i guess it makes sense because otherwise someone can pull out and be like i don't want to well be imagine we said some shit and then we're just like okay i don't pull the pot like don't publish podcast yeah 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 that's some shit oh yeah that's fair that's yeah, fair. has anyone that's ever it. done that before um, we've had people that were like, hey, we fudged the numbers that we just talked about. Right. And like, could you fix it? We're like, the podcast is live. Like, you can't edit it. Right. You know, there's stuff like that. But nothing fundamentally like, oh, sh like the guests have all been pretty cool, uh, at least on our. And we also haven't like had the podcast. You guys were like 5,000 episodes in. Three, yeah, like yeah, three, three hundred and oh, oh, almost to four hundred. We just crossed fifty episodes, so like we're just we're like learning this shit. We're learning the ropes. Well, you know, we're very happy for your success, and right, you know, just like, <laughs> that's, uh, you know, I'm gonna shove this free taquito into my mouth, and let's just try it. Let's just see, you know, yeah, we've, yeah. Ne we've never done food. The only thing that I ever edit is when Matt accidentally says the n word seventeen. I've times. never <laughs> in my, my life. life. Sometimes he does. never yeah, in my life. Goes like, has like a that is real fit. He's a liar. All right, let me try this. Yeah, Try it. Do it into the mic. Okay. They have a dipping sauce here too. That's oh, I'm gonna try this. You don't have to chew into the. <laughs> no, chew right Sorry. into the mic. Please, no, please <laughs> don't. Mm. That was actually I couldn't I couldn't watch Bizarre Foods for years because mm -hmm. they would mic his chewing sounds <laughs> and it infuriated me because like. First of all, we're trying to we're this is a cross promotion of different brands. This is both food and ASMR at the same time. Right, so, right, all right, yeah. now I'm gonna try it with the dipping sauce. Is there is there an audio oh, version yeah. of mukbang? It would be ASMR. Yeah, it would be mm. because there's there's a bunch of ASMR shit that's based on people eating certain foods for sure. Oh, gotta be yeah. All right, 
You also eat a taquito with two hands. What is that? <laughs> well, it's very shaky. I have very shaky hands. It's just like this thing where like I shake like a chihuahua. And so like if I if I do it with one hand, you'll be like, why is he nervous eating this taquito? <laughs> but um, then you just do it with two, and they're like, oh, he's a squirrel. I get it. Yeah, I'd rather be a squirrel than a chihuahua. All yeah. right. Um, that was yeah. That was very. That was good. I mean, here's the thing. I'm gonna buy them and order them when they're available all the time because I go to Taco Bell once a week. And uh, not because I'm not because it's particularly my favorite food, but it's just down the street, you know. And then sometimes you're just like, I don't have time to cook. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? I only have time for Taco Bell. I only have time for Taco Bell. The amount of Taco Bell I eat and and the way it creates problems in my life because I am so excessive with it. So I actually like Matt and I saw each other randomly at an L.A. party last week. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. It was, it was, a, very, uh, like, <laughs> it was a Christmas flex. party for uh, uh, Na- National Geographic t- uh, TV channel. Uh, if you don't know that, National Geographic was a magazine <laughs> where they shot pictures of people's like... Abori- it's what dads used to jack off to. <laughs> right, a lot of aboriginal titties and... Um, uh, and now it's a TV channel. Yeah. So like the two of us are a super big deal and mm-hmm. the food was really, really good. Oh, it was this so amazing good. food experience. And the first thing he said, he came up to me, he was like, how do you like the food? I write about food. I edit food. And I could not eat anything. I had gone to fucking Taco Bell mm-hmm. and I, had, I hadn't eaten. I'm on this diet and this is how my diet works every day of my life. I don't eat till like three o'clock in the afternoon and, and then I'm so hungry that I pass a Taco Bell and I eat fifteen dollars <laughs> yeah, worth yeah, of yeah. fucking. All right, burritos. I gotta know. That's what? intermittent fasting, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's I true. I could not eat a thing at this event we were at, mm-hmm. and the food was so good. Like I so watched good. other people eat it, and mm-hmm. I was like, I can tell good food by the look of it. Yeah, I yeah, want to yeah. know what everybody's go-to Taco Bell order mm-hmm. is. Easy, and easy. Steve, so easy. Steve uh, Bermucci, author of uh, Danger Pirate. Danger Mouse and the Pirates of... How do I, what is it again? I didn't write it down. Dan, danger... The Danger Gang. And danger the Gang. Damn it. There's a second book out now. Yeah, yeah. I was getting the plug in there while I asked you the I question. You like that. how I did that? Your editor at yeah. Fox.com. That's shouts. right. So what's your go-to order at Taco Bell? Uh, so running on about 20 years now, my go-to order is two beef Mexi Melts. Mm. I don't even know if you know those. That? Yeah. Beef Mexi Melts. That's a low-key winner. <laughs> Uh, it's like the first thing that they've ever it has like um what's like the salsa i can't believe i'm forgetting it like a salsa fresca what's it called again yeah like a pico pico de guayo yeah like a pico so it's got like a pico inside and beef and then they just put that tortilla of pico and beef and cheese in the microwave Mm. and they kick it out to you it's (laughs) tiny it costs 75 cents i grind two of those i dip them in nacho cheese that's always my thing it's good shit and then i get uh too soft too hard tacos that's just a base layer fam wait a second you do too soft and too hard you too soft too hard two taquitos Two bean burritos. I'm now. I'm just getting mixed, right? This yeah, yeah, is what yeah. I came to Matt Damn. with. He was like, "How do you like the food?" He's gorging himself and mm-hmm. looked beautiful. Nothing. I couldn't eat a bite. And then I eat a, a Mexican pizza with nacho cheese on top. Damn. That's the completion of my order. That's a big order. That's Damn. yeah. To me, I spent fifteen dollars. I could have gone to like a pretty sophisticated fast casual place. <laughs> yeah. I spent fifteen dollars at Taco Bell. But then and you're I chancing feel awful it. about myself. You're chancing the fact that the food, number one, at the more expensive place might be so good that you have to go there all the time. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know? And then number two, what if it's not good? You know? You know what you're getting at Taco Bell. Doesn't matter what location. You know you're getting something that tastes like a little bit like Mexican food, a little bit like trash, and <laughs> there's something about that mixed together just feels really good in my body. Here's my order. Okay, so number one, 
when they have the five dollar box. I thought we were going the other direction, but all right. You can go. <laughs> oh, my bad, dude. Forget no, no, go ahead. It's yeah, too no, late now. Yeah, yeah, you're already. When they have that. the five dollar box option, the one that has the uh, the cheesy gordita crunch with it's usually like cheesy gordita crunch and two regular tacos. I order that. Uh, and then I have them add sour cream to the taco. Of course. You know, because it, with the, I mean, without sour cream, it's a useless taco. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, plus, it comes in a gun. It's the only time sour cream comes in a gun. Yeah, like, which bang, is bang. which is why whenever they like, you know, uh, scrimp on the on the sour cream, I lose my fucking mind because I'm like, <laughs> just pull the trigger all the way through, dude. Like you're doing this to fuck with me, and I take it personally. Yeah. Um. So I get that, and that's like, you know, it's a $5 box, so it's only $6.15. And then I order another two uh, Taco Supremes and then a chicken quesadilla. Which which one of you guys wants to go first? I got to know. I feel like you guys are more experts at this. I'll go simple. I'll go simple. So I went – Definitely, I'm not vegan by any stretch of the imagination, mm-hmm. but I went vegan for 30 days last year. Damn. And what I came up on was their soft potato, their soft taco with potatoes in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fire. Yeah, they yeah. put wow. a different crema on it. Mm-hmm. There's like lettuce. It's kind of like a sad looking taco. Mm-hmm. And I remember yeah. day, I think it was day one of being vegan. I wasn't ready. I never <laughs> backed down from a challenge, but I was like, well, fuck, I have nothing in my kitchen that mm-hmm. is vegan. Not a single thing. Yeah, and so, it's amazing you discovered Taco Bell through veganism, dude. Fire vegan menu. If you need to go vegan, like mm-hmm. on a crunch, I recommend Taco Bell. Yeah. Uh, so crunch, like I, I hit like the that. drive-through because that's just what it's for. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like I sat in my car with a soft potato taco, and I just like looked at it, and I like. It was kind of sad. Like, you eat in your car by yourself. It's, like, kind of tight, kind of sad. any sadder than a normal Taco Bell meal, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, true. It wasn't the, soft, it wasn't the taco that was Yeah, it's being sad. alone in your car eating <laughs> it. Just being like, I have nowhere to go. Crunch, crunch, crunch. I know what that's like. You can't go wrong on the menu. So I didn't, like, want to, like, the, the Mexican pizza has been a go-to since I was a little kid. Yeah, yeah. But that taco, like, if. Try the soft taco, the soft potato taco. I'm going to try it. It's fucking, it's amazing. The seasoned yeah. potatoes are good. Like, you get the satiation of meat without having meat in it. Like, if you don't mm-hmm. want to do that. Also, just have the beef. Like, it feels really good to be a vegetarian or vegan at a fast food joint. You're like, I'm still, I'm being good, but I'm still cheating at the yeah. same time. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. also, like, I don't like the chicken at Taco Bell. No, like, no. I love Taco Bell, but I don't, like, if I'm going to get chicken, like, it's a Del Taco thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, their, yeah, yeah. their grilled chicken is fire. Yeah. Their, their beef is like, I don't like it. I like Taco Bell's beef. Mm-hmm. So you can't Del go Taco's wrong Del Taco's the got menu. the red jalapenos. That's where they, that's where they come in oh, the dude, clutch. Everything, everything at Del Taco yeah. is good, too. Go yeah. ahead, Jeff. So I'm team Pepsi, which is like yeah. a, yeah. a, a kind of a – I get rare. shit on – like super rare. You're repping yum brands. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but the, like Coke is everywhere and Taco Bell is the one place – it's more than one, but it seems like the only place that right. actually has it. Yeah, they don't play that. And shit. then I will fight someone about Baja Blast being the best soda Baja on Blast. the, on the yeah. entire planet. You think mm-hmm. it's the best? I think it's the absolute best soda. And Eli yeah. knows that I don't I don't drink a lot, and so soda to me is like my vice. Yes, Baja Blast is is the best. Hell so yeah. I'm, I'm already hell ordering yeah. that. Mm-hmm. That's and Matt. I always think Matt's unhealthy because he drinks a lot of soda. But then I remember 
that like 40% of his calories aren't going to alcohol. Like right, mine exactly. Are. Zero. I don't like, drink oh, at yeah, all. Yeah, you could just like eat sugar. And ba- uh, Baja eat Blast is and so good that I've renamed my orgasm Baja Blast. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I'm just like, Baja Blast! But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta make like a, a Mexican sounding noise when you do yeah. it. Ay! Ay! Baja Blast! <laughs> Come brands. <laughs> We did it. We did it, you guys. We got to a cum joke. It didn't take very long. Ooh. He's got like a sour cream gun in his body. I am That's a sour, sour cream, cream gun. <laughs> Oh, yeah, shit. I feel you on that though. Like, the, the, like people sleep on Baja Blast because it has a stupid name because it's Mountain Dew related, <laughs> and people are like, "Is it taste like Mountain Dew?" You're like, "Nah, it's like a whole nother level. It's <laughs> so good." Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. Yeah, it's good shit. I see. This is. I'm gonna listen. What? Here. What else? So I actually don't really. I actually don't order food from Taco Bell that often because I'm definitely I'm definitely Team Del Taco as well. So I didn't know if that was like two jarring statements in a row. Brand new on the podcast, immediately judged by everybody. (laughs) He likes fucking Pepsi and Del Taco. We're fucking talking about Taco Bell, Jeff. Get your shit together. (laughs) I like I like Del Taco because uh, the I can order fifteen dollars worth of Taco Bell and not get full. Uh, which is a problem, you know? <laughs> uh, so I like Del Taco because they have a side of fries with their with their value meals. <laughs> yeah. And the fries at least get me th- all the way full. It gets you there, yeah. Then I'm all the way full. I'm feeling like dirt, and that's that's how I choose to eat. I'm going to give you a little glimpse into how cool I was in high school. Oh, tell me. Uh, on, when I was on the golf team. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Damn. I was actually. Oh I, I was a gate. You're uh, just fucking so actually, rad. I was actually captain. No big deal. But um, <laughs> How do you become captain? Captain. Well, you just really get a golf. <laughs> and uh, we would take the vans, you know, to to our matches. And mm-hmm. we'd always, like, at this when we go to Visalia, we'd always pass a Del Taco. Hell yeah. And we would ha- we had, like, a Del Taco song that we would sing to try and shame our coach into driving us to Del Taco. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What was the song? I don't remember. It was like. Oh, come uh, on. You remember. I don't I actually don't. It was like, it was a takeoff of, on another song. I don't remember exactly. Uh, it, it, I mean, was it like. I'm going to have to call the other guys to remember the song. Oh, man. This is such a cocktail. Uh, what were the big songs when Vince was in high school? I, I want to try uh, all of them. Cut my been... life into tacos. <laughs> this is Del Taco song. Was yeah. that? Yeah. 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 Cut my life into tacos. Go. Go. <laughs> a boom da, a boom da, del taco. <laughs> I like that, yeah. Oh, that's oh, great, shit. man. Freak on a leash. Yeah, yeah. good Buddy once told me del taco's gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest beef in the shit. Yeah, all right, we'll go with that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Um, oh, do I have to say mine? Uh, yeah. You know, now that they got the AM Crunch Wrap, I'm a big fan mm. of any time you, you put... You like breakfast? I like breakfast. I like any time yeah. you put a fried potato inside of another thing. Okay, okay. Yeah, I fuck with that super hard. I have this weird and thing. I hate, I do, and this is going to be controversial. I just dislike fast food breakfast altogether. What? Yeah, oh, McDonald's. We can be friends anymore. McDonald's I breakfast. I pretty much only eat like. breakfast from McDonald's. That, yeah. yeah, to me, there's just something about like uh, I don't know. I just I'm just never like. I'm it. more scared of the meat than the eggs for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe I shouldn't be. But I remember we did like a year end list of like our favorite fast food things, and uh-huh. I did. 
I wrote something about how I'm just kind of a fiend for egg McMuffins and hash browns. Okay. Which I, which is true. But then McDonald's kept reaching out being like, hey, we want to send you like a thank you or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, you're fucking McDonald's. What do you care? Yeah. What do you care? What do you about, care like, about opinions? What do you care about getting blogged? And I just kind of ignored it because I didn't want to. See, this is I was like, I don't want to accept free things for from McDonald's. I've already given them free advertising. Dude. The last thing I need to be they, doing. Yeah, they're paying you for it, dude. You don't they're know how to, to. chill. I this turned it down. This is why we've done nearly 400 episodes <laughs> and have like plateaued same audience for 10 years That's because true. you don't know how to shill. You gotta what, are, learn. what are you talking about? Our Patreon grows each month. It does grow, but that's just our same listeners going, fine, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they clearly need the money. Well, look, there's two, are eating at Taco Bell. there's two <laughs> business models, which is you can either get really big and get, you know, like some a bunch of VC people to right, pay right, money, right, right. Or, or you can just get your friends to really like you and hope that they keep giving you a little bit more right, money. Right, exactly. Or you can just, just feed off of the same base yeah, for yeah, fucking yeah. a decade. Patreon. Patreon.com slash broadcast. Trickle it down yeah, right uh, into Matt's Zip mouth. Recruiter promo code <laughs> Come Brands. <laughs> I bet you Zip Recruiter comes knocking at your door now. Dude, I hope so. We've been we've been trying to reach out to Zip Recruiter for a while. You know, it's for all your small business needs. Yeah. I hear that that ad more than any other ad, and it's like, why it's either that well, or, or rocket mortgage. Yeah, why and do I'm you think like, my demo has any use for either of these things? Yeah. Yeah, I know. That, you guys I'm, might. You guys might need ZipRecruiter. But yeah, I'm just like walking around my apartment being like, yeah, I'm not hiring anybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, someday. Don't send me your resume. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's because, uh, you know, it's like as the, the movie industry dies, a slow and painful death, uh, you know, people's need for movie content just, just goes out the window. But you know what? We're keeping movie content alive That's right. here on the Film Drunk Broadcast. Single-handedly. The number one film podcast on earth. <laughs> How about that? No, that's good, yeah. Take that, Doug Loves Movies. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Doug. I don't even know what the other ones are because they're so small Yeah, because they're so stupid. Yeah. Do you guys like MoviePass? Have you? I'm sure you I guys didn't cross. Has it talked? Have you guys talked about it once on your? Podcast? We have oh, yeah. not. Well, my thing is, I see movies for free because I'm a film critic, so I don't really like have a ton of. I don't have that much use for it. To me, mm-hmm. like, I don't. I do it during the week, so like on weekends, people are like, "You want to go see a movie?" I'm like, "Eh, not really." Yeah, no, I can't imagine what it's like to be asked to see a movie being you, just because you're like, I. You went to two screenings yesterday. And yeah. I, I got tired after one. After one screening, I'm like... People I, don't think about how tiring it is to watch like two to three movies in a single day. That's like, oh, you just watch movies for a living? I'm like, all right, go watch two movies tomorrow and tell me how tired you feel Literally, the only time I watch that many movies is when I'm depressed. That is yeah. the only time when you're just like, I'm staying at home watching fucking Netflix. And you're not yeah. even paying attention. But you have to take notes. It's a whole thing, man. Yeah. We get the same shit with food. Oh, you guys get to review food for a living that's mm-hmm. amazing and it, it honestly it is amazing as i'm sure you feel about being able to see movies but it's also even if we're back-to-back shoots we're one we're not eating it when it's hot so we're not like actually enjoying it yeah. and then on top of that cold food all the fucking time. We eat cold <laughs> food and then on top of that if you have back-to-back shoots like we're just full we're not eating the second shoot either so yeah. as much as 
we're very lucky to have it. There's also this kind of lack of understanding of what it, the job is. Yeah. And so there's this like, oh, you get to do that. And it's like, well, we're also doing fucking work. Just so <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, so yeah. you know. It's the That's same thing with porn. <laughs> <laughs> After a while with porn, you're just like, I'm kind of tired. I'm, the, You know, it's tr- I mean, I've never done it, but I have, I have a, a couple of friends who are in the porn industry. Some are editors. Some are uh, actresses. And they're like, you know, it's a living, you know, like it's not it's it's something that after a while kind of loses its charm. Yeah, you don't. I would never want that to be my job because then it's like a hard thing to enjoy when you're off. Yeah, off yeah, yeah, the yeah. job. That'd be weird to like once, commodify once, having sex. Once all drugs become legal, uh, I imagine that being like someone who reviews heroin. Is going to be like the best. That's job. what you're crossing your fingers. You know, cross my fingers. Someday I'll be like, hey, I don't, you know, I, I don't need no twelve step program. This is my job. You know, and then you can do heroin all the time. You guys, is this relatable? <laughs> you guys know what I mean. I was just trying to like workshop in my head how much that money that makes that position. Oh like, yeah, I was my trying to figure God. Out. Just I mean, you're yeah. talking about the heroin. Yeah, the heroin reviewer? specifically, yeah, no, like a heroin a reviewer. That's everyone loves that gig. Yeah, <laughs> just a video <laughs> review of someone sleeping. <laughs> just like wakes up five hours later. It's pretty good. Uh, I didn't die, so things are tight. Things are tight. This is good. Try this. Yum Brands heroin. <laughs> like a heroin. I want to be on the MDMA on review. I want to just have my pupils right in the camera. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I love you. Yeah. Smash the like button, but I want you to know that I feel you when you do it. Yeah. I care about Every you. Every time you do. smash the like button, I feel this movement in my balls because <laughs> we're connected on this like deep subconscious level. It's just like you don't even know about but oh my god it feels so good i got on the uh i can't remember, i think it was in la but i got on the train the other day and uh-huh. there was a and there was a dude who clearly had, like it was super nodding out yeah 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 and he was just like he had his head back eyes completely closed and his wallet was just like on the floor like <laughs> open like next to him and i like and it was like right in the doorway and i was and about it just to shows get on. his badge I was, like, actually, oh. I was about to get on i just see this like open wallet on the floor and i'm like Oh, and I see the guy nodding out. I'm yeah, like, that's oh, yeah. definitely this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to like pick it up and like put the stuff back oh, in it. Oh, that's nice And like of you. put it on his lap. I'm like, you're going to want to keep this when you want to yeah. buy a heroin <laughs> later. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So do you guys do mostly shoots here or do you go out and like, uh, you know, on lo- more on location stuff? We do a lot of on location. I would say it's like 70, 30 on location yeah. versus here in the office doing recipes and stuff and blowing shit up. we used to blow a lot more shit up in the office but yeah then like once you get the exposed brick like you don't want to <laughs> yeah no, you're hard to clean to yeah dude yeah. I, I miss our old office though like it literally was like 400 square feet of mm. fucking carpet and three desks and like Ooh. tape on the floor that was like this is where jeff's area is yeah yeah yeah. and yeah. this is where eli's area is and that was like kind of the start of us like trying to like build this like tmz newsroom of food yeah, yeah, where yeah. we would like open up the packages like we didn't like i didn't watch a lot of youtube back then so like i didn't know that other people were doing this like yeah doing unboxing unboxing shit. man i feel like you should stay pure like that don't think about Just the like, competition yeah like fuck that and so but we would open shit up like oh we got new cake flavored smirnoff vodka and so we'd film ourselves opening it like brand new package today and we would all just go around the bend and try it. And then these videos that should have taken 30 minutes end up taking like 24 hours. Sure. <laughs> we have to get drunk yeah, to yeah, understand yeah. what it is. Sure. I remember this one time, uh, Rudy is like our big friend. And he uh, he comes and he tries to smear off vodka. 
And then, hey, yeah. I'm Rudy. This is really good. <laughs> you sound like that. He's very big. I just pictured him like nine feet tall. Hell yeah, dog. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Rudy's so much fun. He was like such a good sport about it. And he, um, we all got drunk and we all went to a club uh, and we still fucking hammered. He ends up jumping. We're still filming some of this shit. And so he like takes his shirt off and jumps on a cab, like yeah. on the hood of the cab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all right, we have to montage this and we come back to the office, the same office. We're sleeping there too. We're like, well, fuck it. Like, yeah, yeah. I can't drive home now. Rudy throws up, throws up on the floor, on the in, carpet, in the lobby, in the lobby, which is the lobby is an entrance way. That's like a hundred square feet yeah. and happens to have a couch in it, but the couch doesn't fit all the way. So it's at an angle. Yeah. Like that's, that was yeah. our lobby. So Rudy throws up, like we're filming this all still. So Rudy throws up on the ground. I'm like trying to put a sleeping bag on him. And I'm like, Rudy, just go to bed, dude. Like he, he might get up and like start wandering. So I'm like go to bed. He steps in his own throw up. Of course. And yeah. passes out. And that's the end of our alcohol review. And for sure, we didn't have like an alcohol sponsor for like two, three years. <laughs> we didn't understand any of that shit, like building a business and doing that. Like, I like what's it, the, I, somewhere sorry, at some college right now, there's going to be this like class. And it's going to be like how to build a multi-million dollar young media brand mm. they're gonna listen to your podcast and your first two origin stories are both projectile vomit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and the professor's gonna be like oh shit yeah, like, professor's gonna be like do this <laughs> yeah. kids are gonna be like no we can do that yeah, shit yeah. like well, this dream is achievable I throw up all the fucking time <laughs> you gotta break a lot of eggs to make an omelet you gotta spew a lot of puke to make a media brand yeah, exactly yeah oof yeah I don't know where we left off but that was good yeah, uh, behind the couch. Like this is the entryway. <laughs> Anyways, that was a angle video. the couch in it. Like that's the vestibule, the part behind the couch. You know, one time we where did put your bags. We did a food thing one time. Remember when uh, Denny's had a cross yeah. promotion with like the Hobbit? Yeah, shout out to Matt Singer who now eats all the uh, food, the the movie related food. I'm pretty sure we did that first, Matt, but it's okay. Yeah, because I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, we we went to Denny's and filmed ourselves eating like it was like a this is a, a smog burger with extra yeah. smog sauce. <laughs> and one of the things I remember were the red velvet pancake oh, yeah. pups, which was like a hush puppy made out of red velvet pancake, which was already insanely sweet. And then you're supposed to dip it in like white frosting Straight as if frosting. it was na nacho cheese. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it really was like, it tested the limits of my trashness. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, I'm, I'm trashy, but I don't know if I can eat any more of these hush puppies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And no matter how much it's tied into the release of the second Hobbit movie, which I don't even remember its name. Yeah. Yeah. The Hobbit can long walk from yeah. somewhere. Yeah. The Hobbit again. <laughs> the middle one that you this won't see. This is Peter see. Jackson. Uh, we, we were trying to deal with uh, the Hobbit. Well, was, uh, we were trying. What to I was doing is uh, I was make playing. Him, I slipped in my ejaculate. Uh, one night. Slipped into my own ejaculate, uh, <laughs> and then I uh, ejaculated all over my belly <laughs> and made sort of a warm blanket from my ejaculate <laughs> and uh, filmed it and it's the movie about I don't know why that's Peter Jackson's brand now is coming on himself <laughs> according to us but that's just I don't know I just love I just like doing a Kiwi accent yeah. ejaculate how did that start I was listening to that episode of the podcast but I was running <laughs> I don't know I was running so like you know when you run you like tune in and out like yeah. oh shit that's a fun looking tree and then uh -huh. I like came back and you guys are doing this Peter Jackson accent <laughs> we saw we saw a uh, documentary that he made uh, about World War One, and it opened with way too long of him explaining. Yeah, he tells like he tells a story like he edits The Hobbit, which is like <laughs> yeah. it's all it's like the extended cut of this story because yeah, no yeah. one 
has attention spans. He's holding a coffee Zealand. mug the whole time. Doesn't sit from it once. He's <laughs> yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. dude, what? Like, we get it. We're seeing a movie you made. He just would be like, I hope you enjoy my movie. But instead, he was like this very self-serious, like, uh, you know, uh, when you spend... We took the footage uh, from the library. He and was, then uh, we watched it. Uh, we watched and it. somehow we, we made it longer. We colorized it. He Incredible. even gave us a warning. He's like, for 15 minutes, you're going to say, why are there 3D glasses? Uh, just yeah. wait. If I kind of needed minutes, that warning. Yeah, I needed it yeah. too because I was like, this is fucking stupid. And then it, it's a 3D World War One documentary that is uh, still somehow uh, boring as fuck. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I just don't know. I don't know how you make World War One boring. It's the most interesting war, but yet uh, it's always achieved. Uh, I mean, it's probably more interesting than other World War One documentaries. Oh, I guess because it was in 3D. But yeah, no. I yeah. mean, yeah, I guess we'll, it was really close to being good. It, it was almost it, good. Yeah, yeah. we'll yeah, say yeah. that. Are there more people doing intros in front of movies now? Because I just saw uh, the Disney Ralph Breaks the Internet yeah, movie. Yeah, they had that intro there. And it was like the executive producer and the financier or whoever the fuck going like, yeah. hey, we did this movie. Oh, my God. We're so excited for you to watch this movie. And I was like, get to the fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't give a it. shit a who you are. Like, I'm it, no- it advertises itself. That's the whole point. <laughs> Wait, of yeah. they, didn't have a, they didn't have a short. In front of like they did. The, is that the short? It was literally those three guys who were all in suits and they wore dark jeans to make themselves approachable. And then they were just like, you could tell like, it was. Hey like, there, we haven't been me too'd yet. Enjoy the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this was actually on my list of things to talk about. So like Kevin Smith is like gone all the way. He's like followed that train all the way around mm-hmm. to where he's not only like he used to. He started out like introducing his own movie, like Hey, I'm Kevin Smith, which you know I get it because you want to. You want to personalize the movie. It's it's harder to like mentally shit on a thing if you see the guy who yeah, made yeah, it. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, he's yeah. a person. I can't like it. Yeah. But so now, like Kevin Smith is like releasing reaction videos to like trailers of things that he's not not uh, even like working on anymore. Uh, just him. I don't crying about Star Wars. Yeah. So like, so I, the headline from like two days ago: Kevin Smith had an extremely emotional reaction to the Avengers Endgame trailer, and it's like. You're crying about the third Avengers sequel <laughs> trailer, the not trailer even the movie. Like, what do you even? And it's weird because every time I make fun of it, I, there's like ten Kevin Smith defenders. Who oh are like, yeah, I like that he loves everything. Yeah, and I mean, I guess I get it. I just don't buy it. It doesn't seem genuine at all to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. It's like when a newscaster. I don't want to hate him, but he always like he's always in my feed, just being obnoxious. Yeah, it's like when Rachel Maddow cries about something and you're just like you are so fucking full of shit there's no way you're not immune to the horrors of the world you know it's like there's no way he's not immune to the fact that i mean he knows how the sausage is made he knows what movies are there's no way he's looking at that and fucking crying he's a liar and his podcast is bullshit liar whore liar (laughs) i love that the the analogy that matt comes with is like kevin smith being over dramatic about the avengers versus like Rachel Maddow sees 17 kids get shot. Yeah. It's not like she wouldn't just be chill about that. I think it's I, ass I, Rachel Maddow. I think it's the same thing. It's I don't like, buy her being I think human. it's the same thing. It's because you're like, they think they're inoculated from criticism because like you don't want to criticize someone for not being right. Gen- like, exactly. You, you're like admitting that you're a bad person when you make fun of it. Yeah, in, you can't make fun of a crying person. Yeah. You know? So it's like you can't make fun of uh, someone who's overly enthusiastic about you know avengers 3 but you like, know why what? can't you be that excited and yeah. you're like i kind of wish i was yeah we all wish we were excited about things but life is pain 
<laughs> you guys know what I mean? <laughs> is this relatable? Still? Do you guys have favorite uh, food movies or food like food scenes in movies that you find particularly memorable? I think that's an interesting like. Like I saw uh, Crazy Rich Asians, which I think oh, yeah. is popular mainly because it's like such a good, um, it, like it it sells Singapore. Yeah, incredibly made me well. want to go to Singapore and eat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I thought it was good just because it was, or I didn't see it. I thought it was successful because they were wrapping up Asian American actors, right, coming from all different parts of life whether you're a comedian actor and they kind of put them in all in one movie right 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 right. and background i'm like half asian but all the feedback i heard was just kind of shitty and so i didn't (laughs) actually didn't really want to watch it because it seemed like a rom-com that i wouldn't be interested in outside of like oh like people i'm kind of loosely affiliated to like woo. yeah yeah. it's actually it 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 super transcends it and is actually a super good movie yeah i would say i would say that you have to grade it on the rom-com curve right of course (laughs) obviously it's a rom-com but it's it's like fire rom-com it's a fire rom-com well and when people when people say they don't like it our friend joe hates it for some reason yeah he's like oh it's just like fucking well it's like lifestyle porn and i'm like yeah Yeah, that's what every rom-com is like lifestyle porn. It's like, mm-hmm. look at all this cool shit. And I like that that movie, that Crazy Rich Asians is very open about the fact that like, yeah, this is lifestyle. Right. It's in the fucking title that they're well, rich. Well, it's a great conceit, right? Yeah. Like these people are rich. They have dope shit. Right. And yeah. then you're like, oh, okay, I could watch some rich people be rich. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, also like, you know what you're getting oh, and into. And they fall in love. Like finally some rich people catch a break. Fuck <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if you take the subtext of like any genre and make it overt, I always think that's a good way yeah. to do things. Like if you, if you, th- something that's like, secretly the dark heart of the genre we're like, like kick-ass mm-hmm. kick-ass was like all right at the center of every superhero movie is this sort of like quasi like fascist very like violent uh, impulse and like kind of yeah. perverted like sexually perverse and like fascistic right. sort of worldview and they're like well what if we just like made it overt and you're right. like okay yeah that's pretty good like, yeah it's yeah, a good yeah, idea yeah and the same works out yeah, in the same way. Not that in Kick-Ass 2, but in the first game. I didn't see the Kick-Ass real bad. But yeah, no. It, once you Kick-Ass 2 was kind of like, man, isn't blood cool? Yeah. And you're like, well, not, that not wasn't that really cool. the point. Yeah. Anyway. But it, 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 the, the title immediately uh, inoculates itself from kind of the, oh, now we're going to watch rich people do shit. Because it's like, yeah, that's why you fucking came to the movie. <laughs> yeah. And when you see it, it's actually really romantic and kind of beautiful. Yeah. And uh, Aquafina is hilarious that's, in it. Uh, you thought so? She's so good. Oh, really? She's amazing. You don't like Aquafina? Not really. Oh, you're wrong. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I don't haven't seen like I've only seen her in that and like Ocean's Eight. I I thought she stood out. I thought that was like her Tiffany Haddish role in my mm-hmm. in my mind. But uh, I guess I'm always kind of like, could you clear your throat, please? Just clear your throat. <laughs> oh well, yeah. I mean, she does. You definitely want to go like, ah! yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I cried when they played the Majant, whatever the. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. Like, why am I crying so fucking much? I turn over to my girlfriend and she's she's half Asian and I'm like. She's, I mean, she's like hiccup crying. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like, maybe that was it. Cause I was like, oh shit, maybe I should feel something too. And then I'm like, oh shit, this is like about parents like overcoming yeah. something. And she's like doing something. And I was like, oh my God, I'm hiccup crying. Yeah. <laughs> but like a lot of my uh, minority friends, that sounds weird, but a lot of them were like, they didn't really fuck with the movie. Uh, I was, I was, I, I, I mean, enjoyed there's a, it a lot, but 
There's a lot of things that I think uh, white people that feel guilty celebrate partly out of that. Definitely. And there's also like kind of like uh, the backlash would be people being like, I really don't want to be pandered to. Mm-hmm. But the movie is not at all, in my opinion, a pandering movie. No, like, like no. It, it doesn't, uh, you know, it, it didn't feel like it was virtue signaling by Hollywood. It felt like it was just uh, an honest portrayal of this story. It wasn't like a... It wasn't like a Korean girl winning over like a white guy. It yeah, was like yeah, 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 it was yeah, yeah. all right. about this extravagant culture. Right. And so I, that's why I, I like I felt okay yeah. watching it. Yeah, I yeah. felt good about it. And but. it didn't try it wasn't trying to be like everything to everyone. It was very specifically about like Singaporean Chinese, yeah. which is right, like right, very, right, right. a very specific thing. I kinda think like that like if you wanna do something that's tropey. Yeah. Just make it specific. Like if you watch Lady Bird, it's not like this is the first high school movie that's ever existed. Right. It's just like, well, this is very specific to, Sacramento. to like Sacramento. And yeah. so within that, this is Sacramento in 2003. Yeah. Like, I see. I felt like it was all of Cascadia, which is like all everything past the Cascade, like the Cascades. Right. Because coming from Oregon, when I saw Lady Bird, I had the Rod Laver. I grew up the same time that movie is supposed to portray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had the Rod Lavers with the white T-shirt underneath and the pinstripe button up from J. Crew. That Hell was yeah, my dude. look, man. That, that yeah. was, and, the, and the cargo shorts, man. I fucking kept oh. the cargo short industry in business. I was. Yeah. I recognized every single ska song in that movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was that dude reading Howard Zinn and right. listening to ska. Yeah, like, that sure. was 100% me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and no sure. one knew of Howard Zinn. I'll tell you how all of us found out about Howard Zinn, too. It was through the references in Goodwill Hunting. I was about to say Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> yeah. That's how we found out. No one knew, no young person That'll knew really about Howard That'll really knock your socks off. I can't yeah. do That'll about. blow your hair back. Well, uh, have you read you know Howard's your... People History of the United States? That book will blow your that, fucking hair back. That'll blow your hair back. Oh, <laughs> Jesus doesn't like when Jesus your hair Jesus doesn't blows. like when you read things that are hair ahistorical. You better read your hard zin. Don't you feel like if you went back right now... How did we get to that? To Matt Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's characters Mm -hmm. 20 years later, right? Mm -hmm. And you revisited them. I feel like Matt Damon, now that the world is so small because of the internet... He would know how them apples are now. Yeah, he'd be like... Listen, uh, like to Chucky, his best friend, he'd be like, I, I think I ended our friendship a little prematurely because you got email now. I can just fucking email you, bro. Yeah. Like we FaceTime four <laughs> yeah. times a week. So it's not that big. Yeah. You know, like, they were so there. dramatic. Yeah. All right, my That's least. not an email. Uh, <laughs> but like it was so dramatic of how they were like, we'll never see each other again. You're still in Southie. And then right. like four years later, it was like, ah, but you got Wi-Fi, so I'm fucking... Yeah. Well, now that Southie just got Wi Fi like two weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, movies. Yeah, so you want to do some news? We got some news. We talked about Kevin Hart last time because when we recorded the last week's show, it was right after Kevin Hart had been announced as Oscar's host. Right. And right before he had been uh, fired slash quit. Did they replace him yet? No, they have not replaced him yet. Who should replace him? God, that's Uh, a great. Peter Stormar. Who's that? He plays uh, Carl Hungus in The Big Lebowski. Oh, yeah, he's great. Uh, no, I got a lot of random choices. Werner Herzog would be a good Werner choice. Werner Herzog would be amazing. Um, this next film is about pain. Uh, <laughs> William Fickner. <laughs> Who? You, you just look it up, dude. All right, all right. I got, a, I got a long list of character actors I could go through. Tara Reid? Yeah, Tara Reid. <laughs> oh, my God, I got to play the clip. Oh, we can't play the clip. Did What's you hear the clip of her on... Oh, I wish I, I get into the microphone. Yeah, play yeah, the clip play in, into, the into the microphone, and then we'll add it in keep, post. Keep, keep talking while I find this. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, he's a good one. he would yeah. be good, but he's he. It's almost like he'd be too good. Like we have a, we can now make up whoever we want to be the host, mm. and he's someone who he can sing, he can dance. He'd be Ooh, great. He'd be Oscar great. Isaac, just oh, I like Oscar go up Isaac. There. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Has, has Tiffany Haddish ever hosted it? No, but because I she, saw her, she, she I saw her great. very recently do. She was doing this Adobe thing, right? And uh, people who are into Adobe are way into Adobe. So there's five thousand people in a room, LA Convention Center, and this is like two weeks ago, right? Adobe, the software company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They had clearly paid for her time, but they had not paid for prep time. And yeah. so she came out like dead cold, and they just like ran random things by her and said random shit, and she had to riff off it, yeah. and it was just like. And she was fucking amazing. Yeah, Dude, she well, she's been so a comedian good. for like 10 years, hasn't she? Longer. Who like has 15. been working like at black comedy clubs. Like if you are fucking doing that, mm-hmm. like you got, you can handle any, any live environment. Because like yeah. you've probably been like cussed so out. And, yeah. Like, like, yeah, you're going to be able to, you're going to be able to herd any audience if you got that experience. Yeah, 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 So, all right, I wanted to play this clip. This is like my favorite thing ever. This is Tara Reid on uh, Jenny McCarthy's <laughs> XM. Great now, so you're good and done not moving forward with plastic surgery. I think I've made that clear like about a hundred times. I know. Uh, I, I didn't hear that a hundred times. I'm so sorry. Maybe this will, you only read the bad things, but I've been made that really clear so many years, but. So and does I, it read what you want to read? But I was so, thinking, you know, it was really nice talking to you, and I really good luck with your show, and um, good luck to you awesome. too. And I'm so excited about Sharknado, and I hope you stay married, and I hope <laughs> <laughs> I, I will, and I hope your knees get a little wobblier than they are. Oh yeah, I hope your tits get even nicer because they're amazing. Same guy they do are. mine, right? Thank you. Oh, yes. Oh, God. Fantastic. Yes. Same guy. Oh, I'll always use your advice. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> Holy oh. shit! Now interview that. Yeah, is that recent? Yeah, I want like you to play something. Ago. I want you to play one more thing and compare it. Lindsay Lohan now is like completely all in on these nightclubs in Greece. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And they're doing a television show of it, and her in the, on MTV of all places, and her in the trailer has that same thing that Tara Reid has, where it always sounds like their tongue will just not move as fast yeah, as they it's want. Yeah, called and uh, every word is drugs and opiates. It's, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's called just, when, uh, you see what happens is uh, cocaine numbs the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that, I, think that was, I think that was about four vodka sodas and a couple of Xanaxes. That's what that like sounded. sounds like always about to fall over. Yeah. yeah. Like always <laughs> yes. on the teeter. Of- I just I just love how much shade they were throwing at each other. Just straight up. Yeah, and in like a polite voice. It's yeah, like oh my God, skill. I love you too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, good luck with your tits. I know that yeah. you get them done. I hope you stay married is my favorite <laughs> bitchy sign. Like that's the most amazingly bitchy sign off I've ever heard. I hope you stay married. Oh, thanks. I hope you stay married too. Yeah, yeah. I hope, uh, yeah, I hope your children don't get me because you don't believe in vaccines. <laughs> Thank you, Jenny McCarthy. Like, if she had just been a little faster, she should have oh, yeah. called out her there's anti-vaxxerness. There's no way that Tara, Tara Reid is picking up that joke. Right, no, there's no, no. way that Did she's not also an anti-vaxxer. The way that she fumbled the, the breast joke, she was like, I think that the tits look good. I was like, yeah. she's lost I hope the your tits here. look good, this too. a very simple, like, duel. <laughs> I hope your knees get even it. more wobbly. I was like, oh, okay. I, I, what is that even? <laughs> it means she's drunk. That's what it means. <laughs> Damn, dude. Damn, you guys sound not impressed. I'm impressed by that, like, yeah. Oh, no. Eli, no like, I listen, that's one person who can puke on these exposed walls. <laughs> yeah. Anytime. Yeah, yeah. Bring her in. Oh, you guys, can, you guys should have her in. 
If Terry Reed wants to puke on our walls, we can make that happen. Dude, that would be that would be huge Again, for the brand. Great fetish traffic, great fetish <laughs> SEO. Yeah. I know. feel like we need to clear the air. We don't puke anymore. <laughs> like there's only one thing in the past like three years where I puked and they cut it out. It was like yeah. we're, we were filming this show all nighter and we went 420. It's a show where we knocked off uh, David Tell's show uh-huh. and where we stay nice. up all night in different cities. And I stayed up all night in Denver, Colorado on the mm. eve of 420. Oh, and so, yeah. I mean, I was like perma fried for three days straight where they had to cut the camera. I was, I was, I was done. Yeah. I was done. I like, threw up and they're like, can we get this? It's good. Like, I was, no, you can't yeah. be fucking throwing up more. That's <laughs> funny. When we were talking about food shows earlier, I almost brought up Insomniac where I was like, I liked that show. Like, we need to bring that concept back. That's an incredible back. show. Man. Yeah. Yeah, that's an incredible. That dude's in it. That dude is a talent, and the fact that he's still doing shit, he's like, he's the fucking funniest stand-up comic too. He like he, he can write a joke better than I've seen anyone write a mm-hmm. joke. He's got like, a show. Netflix show just right? came out this week. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff Ross. With Jeff, Jeff Ross. Ross. Yeah. yeah, called bumping mics where they kind of roast each other. Yeah, I met Jeff Ross at a at like a Comedy Central roast for Rob Lowe. <laughs> oh yeah, and that dude is. The most magnanimous, friendly. Dude. Oh, he's like, the best. More dude. people come dance. He was on the dance floor all night. Yeah. More people come dance with me. This is dope. Like, just so, so good. I embarrassed myself in front of him. I was opening for him at Cobb's uh, for the weekend. And uh, then after the second show, uh, he, we went out to a strip club. And uh, and so I I kind of just sat there while he and his feature were like you know getting lap dances mm-hmm. and then they're like uh, he putting was the like, lollipop in their mouth yeah and he was like Matt uh, want me to buy you a, a lap dance and I was like oh I got a girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like. Uh, all right. <laughs> it was one of those things where I was like, I probably, number one, just shit on him because he's probably got a girlfriend. And yeah. number two, I'm just the biggest pussy bitch. Yeah. I just, it, so, I, and then literally I left early. I was like, if I don't get home soon, my girlfriend will get mad. So, and, uh, I, well, re- I imagine being the sober guy might take the shine off a strip club a little bit. No, not at all. It's no? being, it's being uh, in a relationship that takes uh, okay, the shine. If sure. I was single, I'd be like, yeah, maybe we could fuck him too. <laughs> Give me the money to fuck. Like, like, I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's a problem. There's not, I like to pay for sex. Yeah, I dirty sex. I prefer paying. <laughs> you can do what you want, no consequences. It's transactional. Capitalism. Like I'm in Westworld. <laughs> oh yeah, but no. Being in a relationship, I was like, oh, I know that she wouldn't like it, and yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was my experience with Jeff Ross. Okay, he's but what a nice guy! Takes out his freaking opener to to a strip club, offers to pay for a lap dance. I mean, that's a oh, good a dude. Sweet guy. He's, he's a, a sweetheart. sweetheart. Yeah. So Kevin Hart fired from the Oscars. Yeah. So the tweet that did it apparently. Yeah. Or one of them was, "Yo, if my son comes home and tries to play with my daughter's dollhouse, mm. I'm going to break it over his head and say in my voice, stop, that's gay.' Yeah." Which was in 2011. Uh-huh. I think that's more just like him doing a stupid, vo- like trying to do a, like a, a funny voice joke. Right, 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 right. Than like a gay joke. But yeah. it like doesn't play online because it's bad. Right, yeah. I mean, it's not a it's not a great tweet. It's not a great joke. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, but that's, uh, I'm sure that he's got much worse tweets than that. 
Sure, but then he came out and had like a crazy Instagram post where he's like, "I'm not apologizing." Well, it was, yeah, at first it was like, "I'm not apologizing," and it's like everybody's trying to bring me down with their negative energy, but I'm just on another level. <laughs> it's kind of like like Zoolander, where he's like, "I don't even care, man. We've been uh, we've been dropping acid with, with spider with monkeys on St. Bart's." Change your whole perspective yeah, on shit. That's pretty much what he said, and then which was which I was kind of like, all right, I kind of respect that a little bit, and then he ended up resigning anyway. I mean. That, which was kind of mind blowing to me because, like, when the fuck did Kevin Hart get the confidence to turn down a job? He has never turned down a job. That guy ever. packs like stadiums. Like, no, I, I would, I would have, I, I would be like him if I was like that. I know, but it's crazy because uh, you, you know, this dude takes movies that fucking, you know, Adam Sandler wouldn't do, and and so now. But he also can, if you know, you can fill like a, an arena doing stand up. Oh, you sure. Pretty much have carte blanche to do whatever. Well, sure, but want. he's but he's never until this moment he's never acted like he is. <laughs> Cat one Williams of the, hijacked a ferry. Right, and he wasn't even <laughs> the most fucking popular comic of his time. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, but that that's kind of what I've always loved about Kevin Hart was I was like I don't think he knows he is uh, like. Because he acts like he's still this small little guy who gets no respect. He's like a black Rodney Dangerfield in that way. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things where now that he's like turning down the Oscars, like I I got some respect for that. I got yeah. a little bit of respect. Although he What was the job no one wanted in the first place? Right. That's I mean, the hardest fucking job though. It like, is. Right oh, now. Like yeah. of any show to host, like yeah. The word, like just based on the history of right. the Oscars or why it was even a thing. Yeah, like, no one does well. Yeah, no one ever does well. Thankless. Everyone is, is poor, poorly reviewed. Like Chris Rock did it, and and he like made a joke about Jude Law being and everything, and then Sean Penn came up and was just like, uh, I just want to say that uh, Jude Law is a great actor, and I don't <laughs> yeah. stand Ugh. for anything that's been Ugh. said. And it's like, yeah, everybody thought it was a joke, but you, you moron. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's also a low paying gig, see, right? Yeah. I can't I, imagine it's that high paying. Yeah, I don't actually. Don't I think know. Variety put it in like the lower six figures, which great gig for any of us. But I, I think for a Kevin Hart level, right, might right, be right. on the lower side. Yeah, yeah, he gets oh, that yeah. one night per because it's yeah. two weeks of work. From what I was reading, yeah, of, you're developing jokes for two weeks. You're working with that whole team for two weeks, and yeah, two and weeks of Kevin Hart's time is. What if you oh, do it if you're Kevin Hart though? Like if you deal through some shit, so like you're also in front of the Academy, you can do a decent job. Like maybe one of your, maybe one day you might earn some sort of like actual critical accolade. Right, right, but right. But you're teasing all your colleagues, right? Like when was the last thing you saw Ricky Gervais in? Oh yeah, that's right. And he yeah. shredded people, and he was hilarious. First of all, did you just pronounce still... it Gervais? Isn't that how you pronounce Gervais. it? Gervais. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Pizza. Is he French? Of all the call-outs, that's the one. I've never heard it. Did you just drop the S on Ricky Gervais? I've never heard it like that. Sorry. I mean, I it might be right. It's I, just, hard I don't think it's right. Yeah. But like even I, I uh, and we'll argue about this. I wanted to talk with both of you about this. It might be dinner. It might not be prime frotcast stuff. Mm -hmm. But I love Russell Brand. I stand for that guy mm -hmm. so hard. I love his earnestness. I love like yeah, the yeah, depth yeah. and the fact that he understands the wealth disparity between rich and poor in this, uh -huh. in this planet. Uh, and in his recent one, sort of, he, yes. he uh -huh. jokes... He jokes in a really funny way about like, you know, his classic Russell Brand thing where he's like, uh, turns out uh, if you talk to Sony and you talk shit about them for a year, then they don't want to hire you again. Which yeah. is like, fair enough yeah, point. Yeah. Right. Like, well, Hollywood's like the most, uh, the most ass kissing place in the, in the universe because sure. it's like they're all trying to get work from each other. That's why it's. 
you know, hard to get an interesting thing out of a celebrity during like a press tour interview because all it's going to be is like, oh, it's so great working with so and so and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we know. But (laughs) I think the actual thing he said, he's like, if you call Rupert Murdoch uh, a ball sack, Say he looks like a ball sack with glasses for an entire year. 20th Century Fox doesn't have as many gigs for you as they did before. Of course. Yeah. It's like, hey, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, he does look like a fucking ball sack. That's completely now fair. Now is out of the 20th You're Century done. Fox Listen, family. Listen, I, I have sabotaged my career on this podcast on more than one occasion. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't mind calling uh, uh, Rupert Murdoch a ball sack. No. Nope. But I, I, I'll just say this about Russell Brand. I kind of like him, too. <sighs> I think I think he's naturally likable, but also he's gotten annoying with oh, his. Man, I love that. I he mean, like he says he says like the broadest, like the most true political things yeah, that are also incredibly yeah, vague. And yeah, you're like, all right, but he yeah. says it with like a really smart British yeah, accent. And that's you know? probably, yeah, and when he goes like when he finds that extra gear and says something beautiful, like his ability to compose beautiful language is actually really really good. Mm-hmm. And then he makes like some dick joke at the end of it. And that combo for me, like, that is a fucking drug. I'm just yeah. like, that's the intellectual, cer- cerebral, like, self-praising side that's like, I'm woke as shit. I know what the wealth disparity is like. And then, like, oh, now I get to laugh. Perfect. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. My, that's, like, my happy place. I just I just like his British accent. I could hear that all the time. Sure, sure. Yeah. Oh, hello. Oh, I'm Russell Brand. The wealth disparity between the 1% and the 99% is massive. Should we all eat bread pie? Everyone should eat bread pie. <laughs> all right, I'm so Russell dumb. Brand is like a B actor in Snatch now. Like, <laughs> do you know what the wealth disparity is? Well, if you haven't noticed, our accents are very accurate. We are very good show. at accents. This is a heavy accent oh, This pop. is a good accent show. Yeah. I just want to watch Get Him to the Greek now. Yeah. Okay, so real quick, good. guys, you got to tell like one story of where like when you met the viral moment and you blew up a restaurant or like someone Steve who really enjoys you, virality I just want well no like yeah. that was one of the things that built you guys and I, there are people who owe you a million dollars of like thank you for like whoa you blew us up that was weird speaking of owing is it like hard to get like having a media brand like do you have to like it's hard to get people to actually come through and pay you sometimes right yeah, that's a whole thing. That's yeah, whole thing. I don't know. That's not a very fun topic. Yeah, you can't. You're just like it's too too stressful to talk <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just like segwayed that. Like, sorry, stuff. sorry, we continue. Can into a business sorry, tough business sorry, continue. I don't know. There's. I think we've been fortunate to have like a lot of fun stories we could hang our hat on. Um, I mean, we're gonna hope we're gonna might go to dinner tonight at a fun restaurant that mm-hmm. was like. So we, uh, let's let's talk about afters ice cream because it's actually a, a topic we talked about on our podcast a couple weeks back. And they're an ice cream brand that uh, started four or five years ago. And we went there and we just took a picture of their ice cream. And uh, very small store at a time when like Froyo was big. So like you're going to mm-hmm. open up an ice cream shop yeah, and like yeah, yeah. counterintuitive like pink, to like – Pink berries. Like pink berries. Pink berry was yeah. popping at that time. Yogurt, Yogurt land, land popping. Yogurt land. Penguins. And these guys are stuffing ice cream into a donut. And, we're, and these are friends of ours like, all right, dude, this is dumb. But I'm going to come by, take a picture – and we're going to write a story. We're going to do this whole nine. And we put this picture up. This time, like, food hasn't yet become on the internet kind of like this, like, rock star thing. Like, it wasn't like that type. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was fringe. You watch food shows. You're a foodie. You're traveling. Like, you're a vagabond. Right. Like, all that shit. So we take a picture of this ice cream. Um, the store looks cool. It's started by a bunch of dudes from the streetwear community. Um, and... I don't know. People latched on to this idea of an ice cream stuffed in a donut. 
and the availability was like this tiny store. So now the next day, there's a line out the door. Oh, damn. A line out the door. These guys have never opened a restaurant in their life. They open an ice cream shop because it's on paper easy for them. They can make it look like a shoe store, mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah, yeah. nice wood, whatever. And then the next day, Yahoo quotes Food Beast. Damn. Using our pictures. And then Yahoo.com. Then the next day, yeah, <laughs> y'all shout out Yahoo. Shout out to Yahoo. <laughs> when I search shit, I don't even want to know the answer. Yeah, no, I just. <laughs> Quora articles are popular. <laughs> CNN. Yeah. And real talk, like people are quote, like at the time, no major publications just have like debt. They have food critics, but they don't mm-hmm. have dedicated like food categories. HuffPost doesn't have HuffPost food. It's yeah, yeah. HuffPost life that covers, you know, whatever Rachel Ray is going to do at the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so before you knew it. I made a lasagna out of my son's shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's my favorite. That episode was really good. That was my favorite. It's a good ass lasagna. I put sausage in his shoes. (laughs) Um, And before you knew it, people were like referencing Food Beast as this like food publication. At the time, we're like, we we considered ourselves a blog that we, you know, we had videos and stuff, but they were referencing us. We're like, okay, we'll take it. The food publication, Food Beast, Mm -hmm. discovers a ice cream stuffed donut. Yeah. We're like, all right, cool. And then before you know it, after it has. Almost 25 locations. Damn. And again, this not just because of our coverage that takes like entrepreneurs that know what the fuck they're doing. I mean, but kind of though. But we were definitely, like, that was an example but, of where we were a catalyst of this me- media storm. Yeah. Where it was perfect for them because broadcast was still po- like really powerful mm-hmm. or at least powerful enough. And then there was still this whole wave of digital. So yeah. Food Beast covered them and then, you know, whatever. A, a Gawker l- pu- publication covered them and Pop Sugar covered them. So they're getting that whole digital wave because Instagram was a, a, online, but it wasn't the Instagram we know now. Mm-hmm. And then they also got this crazy broadcast wave where they're like on Today Show and they're doing that crazy thing. So they launched a viral food product at the time that they could have the most impact on both sides. Because yeah. now we just had, I mean, we just had, we talked on, we have this podcast called The Ketchup where we had a restaurant t- tour who we covered multiple videos that got tens of millions of views. And he was talking about the emotional side of closing his businesses even after he Damn. had all that success. Yeah. And so now, then it was like, it could be really impactful. And now, again, I think I still think it can be impactful. Yeah. But just because you got 10 million views Doesn't on something. Doesn't mean people are going to go. Same, mm. same, same thing with the recipe video. Just because it got watched 10 million times, four people maybe made that recipe. Everyone else is kind of looking at it. Yeah. And he described it well, like looking at a car crash. Like there are things mm. on the internet with food where you're just like, holy shit, that exists. But yeah. you're never going to go get it. You don't right. care. You probably think it's disgusting. Right, right. And then the next thing hits your feed. I mean, so many things on the internet work on the car crash model now. We were yeah. talking about this like last week when I was talking to this guy who sort of uh, transitioned from being a writer to like he started like a newsletter and he's he's sort of getting paid for that. And um, I really like, I mean, we're doing Patreon too. Mm-hmm. And I just, 
I like the idea of someone just paying you directly for content without there being like a fucking right, you know, a thing in between or like an, an advertiser to please or something. Right, like right, that. right, right. I don't know it's because we feels... cannot please advertisers. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. I mean, but, let's uh, be real. Yeah, that's the beauty of the Patreon, though. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, as long as you have like a tribe that follows. Exactly. It and right, and it's sort of like we just focus on you know content. Shout without... out to our tribe, uh, Patreon.com/slash/broadcast. <laughs> we got so many new tiers of. Uh, uh, of Patreon donor levels coming out soon. You know, 50 bucks, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> 100 bucks, uh, lick the balls while I suck your dick. I mean, like... What really are the levels, though? I th- right like now, it's just five and $5 donors. Uh, there's You can be one through five, uh, yeah. and that's just... No, uh, and ten. Uh, and then there's ten. Ten yeah. is I will uh, sing you a royalty freestyle song, which is a segment that we do... Uh, when we when we have audio access, where uh, I just uh, the he plays a royalty free song from like you know one of those catalogs of free songs, and I just sing over it, just whatever, dude. Do I'm you- actually really good at freestyle. <laughs> If you guys want to drop a beat, I'll do it right now. I mean, I could drop a beat. Can you drop a beat? Yeah. All right, you ready? What's up? Okay, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Yo. Yo, what's up? This is LA Matt. Flap, flap, flap in that ass with that gap. We were food beasts. And we're talking about food. Thing about food is it's really, really good. Uh, suck a dick. Eat the fucking clit. When you get home, uh, you take a shit. And you take a shit from the food that you had. And you say, what's up? I love my mom and dad. Yo, uh, I like the fuck in the book. All right. <laughs> See, I saw I'm like really good. Uh, so you can download that on your Patreon. You can download that on your Patreon. Patreon, uh, for anyone who wants it. I get really sweaty every time you freestyle. Yeah, me too. It, yeah. It's called being nervous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, What's he going like to say? Such joy. And the first time I came, I heard they were doing this and that Matt freestyled. Obviously, as any fucking obnoxious white dude, I'm like, I can I can kind of flow a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, maybe they'll ask me to flow. I was like, ready. I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to drop bars on this broadcast. And then I sat in the room and heard what happened. And I was like, oh, well, first of all, you'd never follow that shit. Like, he yeah. just talked about, well, he found a way to spin this mom and dad fuck shit thing. Yeah. And I'm talking about the old one, although he did that again today. It seems to be a He's got theme. a few topics that he goes yeah. back to. Like, t- he goes back to the well. And a lot, a lot of times I sing, a, like, a melody. Like, uh, the royalty-free tracks will, will be something that has, like, a melodic thing to mm-hmm. it. So, mm-hmm. so I, I invent a melody. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I just, like, it's and it's, it's not about it being, it. it's not about it being good. It's about me <laughs> flailing. It's about him flailing. Yeah. People like the flail. And me sweating, wondering but what he's going to say. Vince watch you get through these things and like fight through rhymes that don't quite work is that's my joy that's the joy i take in this if you guys really want to offer something to your patreon i'll give you the 20 dollars level right now mm-hmm. let's take a video of vince as matt Watch freestyles i just want to go so close it's not a bad the idea. look in his eyes the sweat beating on his forehead mm-hmm. i want that video for all your patrons and that's just what i'm like when matt does it like if i had to do it imagine like i can't it, imagine yeah, no yeah anyway um, we get on time. Should we uh, wrap it? Time up? to wrap it up. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to waste you guys. You guys should do a wild time. shit. Like I'm looking at your Patreon right now. I'm like, yo, what? Once you hit the 
five thousand dollar a month level. Like, yeah, you guys what... do some wild shit. There's nothing here that says once you hit five thousand, oh, yeah. that like you guys are gonna do like I don't know naked podcast. Yeah, well, we never what said we you... were good at what we do. <laughs> yeah. We just happen to have. I would do a naked podcast for five thousand dollars. I mean, yeah. I do pretty much want, anything but... for forty bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, yeah, we should. We should say. I don't know if anybody wants that. I'm just. We will say what there. will happen when we reach five thousand dollars. Like you know, I mean, I I don't know what could we do. We could uh, we could. Fucking! I think we should uh, make another documentary. Go yeah. to go to go to Burning Man. Oh. Yeah, I feel like something like Burning Man, yeah, but not Burning, not Man. Burning Man. But yeah. then, then again, that's what I said about Gathering of the Juggalos, and that worked out pretty well. That's true. So I don't that's know. true. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Then. Got any emails? Oh, you want me to do that right now? Is we that have what we're doing? Time. We have a dinner reservation in forty minutes. So okay. Well, this week's topic, so somehow we got onto the subject of creepy band teachers. I don't know if you guys have any creepy oh, band yeah. teachers. Did you, were you guys ever in a music? Uh, I had a creepy art teacher, but same I thing. was never in band. Yeah, same shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah same yeah, department? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do, any, you got any stories about them? Uh, is that, what was the creepy thing about your art teacher? She was just like, she didn't do anything physically, but mm-hmm. it was just like she was. Ooh, a she, I like that. Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 So what? she was just present. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know, like when someone's presence is creepy. Yeah. But then yeah, like yeah. it gets creepier when you get older and you think about the presence. Yeah. Like just yeah, yeah. she was there and she would like this poor woman. <laughs> she was probably her whole life. Fine. She's tried to be present to teenagers who yeah. want fucking interaction with teachers. Nah, I Eli's mean, like, yo, she was there. Like she was there every day. She, she every time we had class, her. she was there. <laughs> And she was paying attention to us and no. making us feel like humans, which was weird as shit. <laughs> no, I that trust. Lady. I trust. Like everybody has an instinct for creepiness, and I think it's an instinct that you need to trust and listen to other. Because all right, so it, when I was watching, uh, this is a weird roundabout way of saying it, but I'm watching this guy who like runs the fish auction in Hawaii, and I'm asking him how he like grades, f- grades like the different fish, and you know the, each one has a grade, and he's like, look. You're already hardwired for this. Whatever you think it looks good, like that's going to rate higher. Like it's mm-hmm. going to be shiny. It's going to have the skin. Like it just, like you know it. It's instinctual. I right. think creepiness is that way. Yeah, where yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. you have, a, you're, you're taking in so many different uh, different things at the same time. There's yeah. no way you could explain it. In yeah, it's words. a lizard brain feeling. Yeah, you, right. you, it's like, uh, although all of my examples of people being creepy were them literally touching me. So, <laughs> yeah. so it's uh, also the regular brain, but also it's a lizard brain. You just know when someone's just like got kind of yeah. like a weird handsy vibe to them. We had this history teacher in high school. He did the what I thought back then was like the coolest thing. Right? He it was called Stump. I'm not going to say his name. I almost did. Mm. But it was like stump me, you know, and and he'd give you like 10 percentage points if you could stump him with a trivia question, which is insanely like bass backwards of like, mm-hmm. hey, you're in class to learn. See if you know something more than me. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. see if I can be smarter than you thought I was. Yeah. Yeah. But he would always like have this tight relationship with the most attractive girls in the yeah, school. Yeah, and yeah. there was like stories about them going to visit their house. And there was no uncomfortable stories besides the implicit uncomfortability of a 40-year-old or 35-year-old teacher having a 17-year-old at their house. But now on Facebook, he does these like really intellectually stimulating but weird rants about the presidency and politics. Sometimes we'll argue back and forth. And at the end, like my trigger finger is always like, if this guy goes too hard on me, <laughs> I'll be like, yo, what was it like when you had those high school girls at your house? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so I think the funny thing about these is how similar all these stories are. Yeah. And I, as soon as I put it out, I got like 10 stories. Like almost Damn. immediately. It was weird. Uh, so I'm just going to read some emails. <laughs> Uh, hey, frat boys, answering your call for creepy music teacher stories, I wanted to tell you that my high school band teacher married a flute player I was in class with. When he started my freshman year, he was in a committed relationship and had a baby daughter. Damn. He was relatively young, early 30s. I don't know. I was 15 and dumb uh, and cool for a teacher. He had a group yeah, of that's, students. That, that's the first sign. Yep. If they're like, man, you know, Mr. Schechter is just super cool. Like he shows up and he's got a good car. And yeah, like yeah. he's every time I talk, he just like licks his lips and looks at <laughs> me. We like the same music. We fucked once. Like he's just cool. He had a group of students who would always hang around in his office after school Ugh. in a cult of personality way, typical of music teachers. Fast forward five, four or five years to when I was in college, and he suddenly was posting a lot on Facebook about Mormonism and how great it is. Turns out he had left his old partner and converted to Mormonism to marry one of the girls who was always hanging around his office. Oh, damn, Mormon girl. I have no idea when anything actually started happening, but it raises a lot of questions. I think he's a vice principal now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's not to say that you can't be a good teacher and cool at the same time. I've had a lot of cool teachers who never touched any kids, but I'm just saying there's like little bits. You see you see them, you know, like, you know, Mr. Miller rubbing my shoulders, telling <laughs> me to, you know, to get in a relationship with a girl next to me in piano class. Like <laughs> I should have known that he was also uh, uh, rubbing other boys shoulders. Sure. Dude, be, being a teacher's got to be hard. It's got to yeah, be so hard. Dude, like, Especially now you got to worry about getting shot all the time yeah worry about getting oh, shot yeah and also shot you know blasted on a podcast yeah <laughs> and then just like you know being around all those hot girls <laughs> oh, yeah, you know what i mean guys? just uh -huh. be a professor like go to college yeah like, that, like yeah. ruin like then it's just like a moral thing but it's like not that bad yeah like, it's yeah. not, big it's not deal, as bad you know, if you hook up with involved. a ta and she you know like you guys yeah. are both the same age that's cool yeah, exactly like, just just teach college. Exactly. This is a nice twist on it. Uh, hey, Frogcast, I've taught for close to a decade in various di districts. The teachers I've known that were kid touchers were a business teacher, a gym teacher, a softball coach, and a history teacher. Yeah. The only creepy music teacher I've ever known was my father. He married one of his students, and they had me 30 years ago. Yo, <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! That's a writer. You should hire that person. Yeah. That's some M. Night shit yeah. right there. Good, good reveal. Damn, man. I mean, if it's your own dad, yeah, my dad was a was a teacher and I was really happy when he retired because it was like, I just, he's not a creepy dude, but he's also someone who's got a really weird, irreverent sense of humor. And I was like, someday he's going to say the wrong thing and everyone's got f cameras on their phones now and it's just going to be, it's, and then I'm going to have to defend him and he's not worth defending. <laughs> I mean, he had me. <laughs> but, but like you know, the dude's a libertarian. I can't fuck with that. <laughs> just and he, he just kidding. His, yeah. Well, he got his eyeballs opened. That's true. Yeah. When like, Matt's dad was uh, a child, uh, a robber came in uh, and and like stole while a, he was sleeping. While he was sleeping, and then to check if he was asleep, he he opened my dad's eyeball. <laughs> well, when, he, when he was like three years old, and uh, yeah, and uh, I'm pretty sure that's the reason my dad is a fucking weirdo to this day. <laughs> yeah. And why he's a libertarian. Any more stories? Uh, sorry, I'm trying to read ones that are like semi-short. Mm -hmm. uh, Frots people. Not a band teacher, but my high school had a pretty creepy uh, gym and driver's ed soccer coach. Let's go back to the year 2000. Uh, this guy was no well-known for being a big-time hard-ass, the ball-buster coach for the boys and girls teams that got results. 
I think when I started in high school, he was in his late 20s or early 30s. It was pretty common knowledge that he'd had a relationship with one of the juniors on the girls' team, complete with a one-on-one with one-on-one film sessions and awkward team meetings. With what? what? With what friends in the room described as weird sexual tension. What do you mean film sessions? Oh well, the, for games. Oh. That's what people in sports do. Oh, I see. You watch other people play. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like thought it meant like session. a casting couch for like <laughs> no, tennis. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to be a professional tennis player, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fast forward First to two of all, years. How old are you? Yeah. 17? Okay. okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Fast forward to two years later after said girl graduated, and she's invited him to her grad party where, where he asked her parents' permission to date her. Uh, they're still married, have a few kids, and I know the brother of the gal in this story still has a searing hatred for him who is still shaping youth soccer players in my hometown. So, like, we got like 10 stories that are all the exact same. I like, mean, it, 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 it's there's always there's that small part of me that goes, like, this is all disgusting unless you stay married for a long time and have a bunch yeah. of kids. Then. What's the like, what's the like, the, the uh, minimum time you have to stay married for it to not to be super creepy? I think 25 years. I think <laughs> yeah. if you're in a 25 year marriage with a student, uh, then I'm like, all right, I get it. You, so, what's Woody Allen? What's Woody Allen yet at? Well, the problem is, is that he didn't marry a student. He married his adopted daughter, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, he will at say least thirty years. It's 30. a difficult <laughs> subgenre. Yeah, yeah. The, the Woody Allen defense is well, it wasn't his adopted daughter? It was his girlfriend's adopted. <laughs> is daughter. Is that the defense? Yeah. God, people really like Manhattan way too much. <laughs> it's not that good of a movie. Yeah, Annie Hall is good, but you know, sure. Yeah, that's about all I got. I don't want to read any more of those. Well, it gets, we'll get it'll get too creepy. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to creep people out on no, this podcast. No, no. Thank you for listening to the film fuck cumcast. <laughs> uh, I want thank you guys so much for for coming on. Do you guys have anything to plug? Yo, go listen to our, the episode mm-hmm. of our catch up podcast, which you can find that on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's called the Catch Up Food Beast. Mm-hmm. Which spelling of ketchup? That's important. K A T C H U P. That's what I like. Yeah, the ketchup yeah, 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 yeah. catching you up on food. Yeah, yeah. yeah some w- people spell it catsup. Yeah, I'm but like, it wouldn't work. The catsup wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah. Well, they still pronounce it ketchup. Yeah, I know. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. The ketchup. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what we'd want to plug. Go listen to that. Hopefully, you guys like it. It's in, food nerding out. In yep. uh, in England, I believe they call it the tomato sauce. Yo, that should be our <laughs> podcast. Le- less punny, but could still work. <laughs> uh, well, thank you guys so much for, uh, I was going to say, coming on our podcast, but we are in your studio. Thank you for so much. For, yeah, thanks for letting us use your studio. For letting you, us use your studio. This it's is probably the least, least professional thing that's ever been done. In Absolutely. Uh, foodbeast.com, probably. Yeah, that's a yeah, good site. Okay. That's uh, a good site. And the catch-up. Uh, listen yeah. to the catch-up on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh Film Drunk Fraudcast is the name of it. What is it? Patreon.com slash fraud. Oh, Steve. <laughs> Steve, Steve. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. <laughs> like, don't forget Steve. Sorry, you know how just, hurt he I'm gets a, when you forget him. Uh, Steve, uh, what, do you have anything to plug? Uh, what's, your, what's your Twitter handle? What's, uh, what's coming out on Uprox, man? You know, it At got- Steve Bram, uh, read Uprox.com. Read Uprox-life and check out our stories on food and travel and follow us. Be part. Oh, follow uh, Uprox Travel on Instagram. You can find Vince on there. We're gonna get Matt Lieb on there. I've committed that to him. We got to get him on the road. We're so gonna we're gonna road. do it up. 
Yeah. Patreon.com slash fraudcast. Uh, fraudcast at gmail.com. Please email us more stories about, uh, you know, your, your creepy teachers or whatever you want to talk about. Uh, what's the Google Voice number, Vince? 415-275-0030. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, good night and good chins.